Hello loves, welcome back to Diary of the Devoted. This is Justine, your host of the show. Today I will be deepening into one of the questions that I mentioned on last week's episode. The episode was titled Web 3 Part 1, so go ahead and check that one out if you haven't already. And one of the three questions I've been pondering and just deepening into, number one, are these rectangle portals an extension of us or a distraction? Number two, are these screens an avenue for disassociating or forming connections? Number three, is the perception of our worth changing in this digital age? And today, I will be deepening into the second question. Are these screens an avenue for disassociating or forming connections? And honestly, that's up to us to decide. It changes every day. I feel like my perspective on technology or my relationship, I would say, it changes every day because no day, no one day is really the same. So personally, I would say some days I notice my breath shortening. I notice my posture is not straight when I'm checking my emails or when I'm looking at things to do for work or when I'm scrolling or checking my friend or family's story on Instagram, like I notice these things and those are the times when I know it's it's time to stop consuming, that it's time to get reconnected, to straighten out my spine, to breathe deeper, to regulate my nervous system in the ways that I know how. And other days like yesterday, I was excited to start talking more about the Irreplaceable Creatrix immersion. I was excited for this launch period. I was just so excited to be in this launch period of inviting others into a sacred space, sharing the gems that I've been learning, sharing the gems that I've cultivated over the years, talking about the creative economy, talking about the value in creatives, talking about what we can do when we are secure in ourselves, like the things that we can do, the things we can create, like our service, really. And for those who are entrepreneurs or creatives similar to me, then a part of that service is being on social media. And especially with this, di- with this digital age, it's 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 normally the, the core of what you're doing. It's normally related to social media. Our ability to support others and just be in service for those who are entrepreneurs, for the creatives, for the online business owners, that's on social media. And this is why it's so important to talk about our relationship with it, to be mindful of it, because there are good days. There are days where I feel like our screens, going back to the question, I, our, the screens that we have, that we hold, that has a whole world through our fingertips are, you know, an avenue to form connections. And that's a beautiful thing. And later that night, or it can be, if you look at it from that perspective, later that night, I could have just finished off the rest of my to-do list and I could have done the rest of my laundry and recorded some podcasts, recorded some Patreon posts, episodes, and 
honestly just overexert my body. And I knew that obviously was not the option to do. And I needed the rest of the time. So I took some magnesium and I laid in bed and I started reflecting. I ended up deleting and posting old archives that I found. And I read an old poem of mine and was tearing up in the best way. And that was all on my phone. So all of this to say, I truly do feel like it's up to you to decide and it's you know it's in our ability to be mindful of our choice points regarding our screens regarding tech and so yeah just reflect on your relationship with technology and just know that what you choose once again is up to you and connection can be made if you make that intention i do believe that combating emfs from our screen requires more time in nature and that's a whole different episode but i i definitely tailor my days to this to this knowing that the emfs the screens the blue light like i know how i know the impact it has on my body so i'm very mindful of just scheduling my days in this way and you know they say that web 3 by definition is kind of in its visionary phase and that means that we are co-creating we are currently co-creating what will unfold in the future creatives are the value we hold the keys and it's up to us to open the right door this season is about bridging worlds more embodying the new paradigm that's waiting for more of us to come through and less you know demonizing making bad out of the corporate world and making bad out of lifestyles or ways of living that doesn't reflect what we want to do. So we're mindfully tending to what's in front of us, not what's in front of others. We are believing in a new house being built and it's one that's filled with preyed upon blessings and it's for our artistry. It's for the sweet taste of creative simplicity. It's for all. And I believe that creative discipline is met where our devotion and intentionality lies. And for example, slow, steady investments in our relationship with God pays dividends over time. Slow, steady investments growing our creative muscles over the past few few years for me has paid me with love and increased my faith over time. And getting anxious over data, numbers, or perceptions of others, I think, highlights our relationship with delayed gratification. What if they don't like it? What if this doesn't hit this number? What if there isn't this many views at this time? All of those what ifs that we play in our mind, you know, it has to do with us being anxious over the over the data, over the numbers, over the result, over what we're expecting. And I feel like it honestly stifles our creativity because we are not in the body anymore. We're not in our heart. We're not in our, you know, like in the energy of our muse. We're not in the receptive state of like, okay, like what's moving through me, God? Like we are up and out. We're up in the mind. We're thinking about all the things on the numbers, which is necessary for certain times, but not when you're in a state of creativity or or expression or just really holding the posture of assurance over what you're doing online. 
And we go up and then we go out, out into the world of what the world thinks before what is like true to us and true in the way that doesn't align with what God has moved you into the direction to doing. And this is all to say that we are not machines. We can still choose what's life-giving and just cultivate a healthy relationship with our, with our screen. And being opportunistic instead of pessimistic is an example of choosing to uphold the lovely. Many of us, many people I'm sure you hear are speaking negatively, of course, of social media and our screens. And I see both perspectives, absolutely. But also, I feel like there's no point in playing the victim to what's already in front of us, playing the victim to the next phase. It's it's an actual phase that we are walking into right now. So we can armor up. I speak about this in, these, in this four-pillar immersion. We can armor up with our built-in armor and the armor of God and use that as a weapon against what's going on in the world, against the forces that be. and. For me, my creative process starts when I wake up and I choose to pray instead of scroll. The creative process continues when I drink my herbal tea in the morning and reflect on the day. It continues when I go on my daily stroll, when I when I sweat inside of my workout intentionally, when I'm like, I need to sweat today, it's going to feel good. When I pause and pray, when I listen to God's voice and you know, everyone has their own individual creative process. And I'm just sharing you mine because it looks different for everyone. And the things in our everyday life, like there's no separations in terms of our creativity, I'll say, our wellspring, you know, and I would just say, I'm only sharing this to say that our life, like that's where we source our greatest inspiration from our life creation like nature being outside living like and it's in the everyday mundane acts it doesn't have to be something grand something special something like some big call or some big voice that you heard in your head to to continue and follow through with everyone's process is different but but like doing the things like minding or tending to the things that God has given you, to the blessings, watering your own seeds in your everyday life. It looks different to me. I know that is a part of your creative process and it's so beautiful and it has everything to do with being in the world, like living your life, not of the world, but in the world. And here are some hard to pill swallows. There's no way to exclude God from our artistry unless we believe it's all a form of our own doing. There's no way to exclude God from our business unless we believe that we can do it better than than God can. There's no way to exclude God from our relationships unless we believe in more pride than true wisdom. And this this season that I'm speaking of, Irreplaceable Creatrix season, remembering that we're irreplaceable, remembering the beauty and creativity, the service and creativity, like all of this speaks to co-creational happenings. And that, that isn't in our own doing. It's never from our own doing. I've deepened into this, of course, inside of the immersion, but 
I'll be supporting you through four pillars that I've walked through as a heart-led creative over the years and also with the perspective of being an author. I'll also support you on the back-end details of your business and the things that you're working on online and just so that you can set up a system that grounds you that's in accordance to your cycle. And that's another episode as well. I spoke about this yesterday on my Instagram stories in accordance to your cycle. So no one day is the same hormonally for women. Women operate in a, generally speaking, 28-day cycle compared to a 24-hour cycle that men do. That is a big difference with our hormonal peaks and what's going on inside of our body. And I speak about this more inside of the immersion, but I'll be deepening into this if you would like an episode on that as well. And I'll also just be helping you cultivate the kind of marketing that touches the soul of your audience. And for now, if you're curious, the waitlist is open as spots are limited. So you can get that with the link that I just put down in the show notes, but I do want to continue on with this conversation about Web3, some topics that we'll be speaking on, and then I'll close off for today. So we know that a large amount of information is widely available to anyone. And because of this, overconsumption is inevitable. But if no one tells each other about how we can take back our time and attention and even our audience, then we are enabling this ongoing cycle of digital consumerism. We are enabling this codependent relationship with these mediums that we exchange with. And the fourth pillar in Irreplaceable Creatrix is dedicated to blooming in this digital age. And there's no way to digitally bloom in this era if you have no idea what the value is in being irreplaceable, in being a creative, in being unparalleled, in being intricately woven. And blooming doesn't necessarily mean high engagement, accolades, or, you know, being in tune with the last trend. Blooming to me is about being secure in the call that you're living out. And I think that external resonance from others is a byproduct, but that soul validation from your creator is the greatest honor. Blooming is the place that you find yourself when your character is being built, when you are being sharpened in seasons, where you're mentally maturing, where you're in deeper states of integrity and also in the places that no one is looking. And as soon as you unhook yourself from the competition online telling you to do what they do or become X, Y, Z, you are free. Like unhooking yourself from that. Also unhooking yourself from the codependent relationships with these with these mediums, with these social media outlets. And At the end of the day, we are renting our audience as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as creatives, and we're renting it if it's fully on social media. And we don't need perfect engagement in this process of blooming as a creatrix, as a creative. All we need to do really 
is continue to commit ourselves to our craft. And I wrote yesterday on my Instagram story that devotion to craftsmanship builds character, like your devotion to it, you continuing, putting your heart and all that you got into it, that builds character because it comes with ups and downs, as we all know. It's about embracing the journey. And the creatrix part in this eight-week immersion is really about the world of a of a creative. And that entails organizational skills, that entails watering your wellspring, that entails, you know, The reminders that I wish I would have had when I first started sharing my gifts and expressing with the world years ago and also with the perspective of being a new author as well and the process of that as well. Like I'll be intimately walking you in the journey that your artistry is really taking you. So I am super excited and I'll be bridging the gap between artistic execution and marketing in a way that lands in a way that honors our bodies, our vessels. And yeah, I am so excited because this season is inviting you into a new way of doing life. And we're done shaming the visceral expressions in our late luteal phase. We're done downplaying the gifts that's been gifted to us to share with others. We are working with our cycle instead of against our cycle. We are co-creating with what's moving through us as a tool to meeting our next expressive or creative edge. And once again, this is all an invitation really to to deepen into the way of the heart once more. This new paradigm includes framework plus body liberation. And it's not the kind of liberation that begs for external validation, but it's the kind that honors our vessel. And yeah, I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited because this season is for all of us. And yeah, I'm sending you so much love and I'll be speaking to you so soon on the next episode. For now, tune into my newsletter, tune into just other forms, my Telegram group chat for the God-led women of love who are seeking to connect deeper in a sacred space and community. And yeah, talk soon.